everybody. Welcome back to the Punk Till I Die podcast. Another, un- oh no, what did we say, Neil, 153? Sure, 153. Yeah, go We'll for call it. it 153. We've yeah. been recording in such a frenzy that we can barely keep track at this point. That's true. That's but uh, true. you can, of course, get a hold of us at Punk Till I Die 77 at Gmail or Punk Till I Die podcast on Facebook. And once again, you know, we've been uh, talking to a lot of people from the Chicago area lately, Neil, so let's stick with that theme. And today we have with us Matt and Steve from Poison Boys. How you guys doing? Good, man. Good. I'm doing all right. So the one that spoke first was Matt, right? And then Steve was second there? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's correct. correct. Is that the way it goes in band meetings, too? <laughs> yes. You just try to hey, get, get a word in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, that's cool. So even though, yeah, they're from Chicago, but actually for Chicago, it's pretty unusual because, okay, Matt, if someone had never heard your band before, how would you describe it? How would you describe Uh, Poison uh, Boys in 10 words? (laughs) Sleazy, rock and roll, uh, that counts as one word, punk, uh, from Chicago. (laughs) And uh, yeah, just trying to sound like uh, a mix of like 70s, proto-punk i guess or like glam mixed with uh late 70s punk which is very uh very i don't know aggressive sounding yeah what about a band what if if you had to name check a couple of bands i know you hate to do that no band likes to do that right but i mean no no problem yeah berlin brats uh nervous eaters flame and groovies a little bit um they're more aggressive stuff well, how yeah. I actually found you See, guys there you, for the there you go. You keep it a little more obscure instead of going like New York Dolls and Dead Boys. You go a little more like uh, yeah. a little a little deeper, right? Yeah, the other bands that sound like that that weren't uh, blown up that big back then, and just kind of only the cool kids know them now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, it's kind of it's kind of funny because how I actually even discovered the Poison Boys was uh, I was on the singer, uh, was hitting, the singer was hitting on your daughter, right? That's how you <laughs> well, met the Poison we'll Boys. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, <laughs> no, well, um, yeah. no, I I was on the uh, I was on the Deadbeat Records website, and um, I was looking for something new to listen to about a year ago, and I just put in some of like bands that sound like the Dead Boys, and uh, Poison Boys were one of the first hits to come up, so. That's actually how I ended Hell up yeah, watering yeah. your first album, yeah. So There's a whole I, lot worse bands to be compared to, isn't there? Damn straight, yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of bands that are a lot worse that are compared to the Dead Boys. That's true, that's true. Well, that's actually, that's actually true because... One of the records that hall, he sent right to me because he didn't like it, so... Well, yeah, that, yeah that, that's it, that, that's it, actually. So that day, there was three hits came up. There was you guys, and then, um, who was it, Tom? What did I give to you? You're crazy because they're such a great band. It was Electric Frankenstein. Electric Frankenstein and uh, another oh, bank yeah. of another bank of like incest threat or something like that. And um, I think yours was the only one I ended up keeping. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> nice. there you go. So, so there you go. <laughs> no. So um, the, the reason I started the thing about Chicago was actually for your kind of band is pretty unusual in Chicago, at least as far as I'm concerned, because we have a ton of pop punk bands. We have a ton of like, you know, naked ray gun style classic Chicago punk bands, but. I'm not aware of, of any other like a yeah. lot of artsy pretentious bands too. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not yeah. aware of any of any downright you know just rock and roll bands like you guys. So it was a it was a nice uh, nice change of pace. It, is there a, is there a scene for? I mean, is there is there a little bit of a scene, or are you guys kind of an island to yourselves? Like not really. There's like there's a couple. There's like a handful. You know, I don't know three or four bands that are uh, playing like rock and roll stuff, but nothing like specifically the way that we do it. Um, Though there's like other ones that just play different 
I don't know, sub-genres of rock and roll mm. uh, oriented punk, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of tough to because uh, everything's everything's different. You know, there's nobody that sounds exactly like us out here. Sure. So, yeah. So, like a lot of them try to add power pop, like too much power pop to where it's not. I don't know. I wouldn't say too much because I don't dislike it, you know, but it's like it's different than uh, what we're going for. Or specifically, not, not quite as raw, not, not raw enough, or not quite as yeah, yeah not enough. raw enough. Yeah, not like super high energy, and uh, just kind of a lot of them add like pop punk elements to their music, like skate punk kind of vibe. I don't know. Sure. Well, the so, Chicago yeah. suburbs are obviously are famous for their pop punk. That's just like I don't know what it is about the Chicago suburbs that makes so much pop punk. But are you guys city boys or are you suburbanites also? Um, I grew up in the Burbs and live out here. Uh, Steve. Yeah, I grew up on the northwest side of Chicago. Okay. So you both, you both Chicago born and bred, basically Chicago area. Yeah, yeah. But, but Steve, you were saying before that, that were you in South Korea or something for a time? Yeah, a while ago. That's so crazy that it came up in Skype. It did. It did. It said there was two guys with your name. One was in South Korea. So I was like, ah, oh, shit. I hope I get the right one. So what? What were you doing out there? <laughs> Um, I was teaching, hmm. teaching English out there. How was it? It was great. Music sucks, but it was fun. It was a good experience. Hmm, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, definitely culture shock, huh? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Um, all the like rock and roll bands were like, super, super polished there. Hmm. And like super kind of like, I don't know, pop punk. Um, hmm. Kind of like when I was leaving those, when bands were just starting to tour there. Is that like that one Chinese punk band kind of came through? Was that like um, years ago? Car Sick Cars. Remember those guys? Mm, I don't know. Can't say I do, no. Tom. That was like the only show that really came through. Other than that, it was just kind of, you know, like cover bands and K pop and stuff. Hmm. Interesting. Um, K pop. <laughs> So uh, t- tell us about how the Poison Boys got together. I mean, have you were you guys in bands before, or uh, how did how did you guys come to come to get together in Chicago? Yeah, so, well, this lineup uh, has kind of been going since about 2018, um, more or less. And uh, we've been, uh, I don't know, I, you know, I, I put an ad out for a guitarist online, and Steve ended up responding, and then we got together and hung out and jammed and... Made magic or something? <laughs> a Did short... we make magic, Matt? <laughs> Yeah, we made magic together after that. Yeah, you make it sound a little creepy, Neil. It's also like kind of a Thank creepy way to ask you. Was there a lot of chemistry? Yeah. Not musically, but physically? Yeah. No, there was a lot of wizardry. A lot there of wizardry. Were you in it? Yeah. Any other bands great. before that? Any other bands before that that you were in or anything? Or was this your first band? Yeah, I played in, in various hardcore bands throughout like life. I don't know, but prior to being in the Poison Boys, but... Um, started this band and just wanted to do straight rock and roll stuff i Mm -hmm. I initially started this wanting to play like exploding hearts meets like kiss or some shit hell yeah that would be fantastic how how close yeah i don't know how close to that we hit the nail but yeah well i'll tell you what why don't why don't we play a song so the the uninitiated can hear what you sound like so let's let's start with like a fast one neil let's start with a Let's start with a hard rocker so people can get a feel for what these guys sound like. All right, what do you think, Matt? Should we play something off the first album or the second album? 
uh, yeah, uh, second one. So that's the newest album, right? That's the one that just came out a couple months ago. If you want to yep. hear a faster one, you can go ahead and put on Nothing But Darkness. That's good. All right. Sounds cool. Bang. All right. This is the uh, Poison Boys with uh, Nothing But Darkness off of the new album, Don't You Turn On Me.
Poison Boys there with the first tonight. That was uh, Nothing But Darkness of their new album. Uh, so the new album, you said, came out in October, right? But that was just digital, is that right? Is there going to be a vinyl release of that? Yeah, so we were supposed to put it out through um, a label called Hobo Wolfman Records, but then they um, they tanked and they canceled all their band's vinyl orders. So oh, shit. We, uh, yeah, we, so we had to find a new label to put it out, but... Uh, this label initially was just going to put this album out digitally, and then uh, we talked to them after that happened, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we just we'll do the vinyl for it too." But right now, there's like a huge vinyl shortage, so it's just taking a very long time for a lot of band stuff to come out. I oh yeah, every so. every band we talk to com- complains about that. So when is when is you all supposed to hit? Like sometime mid 2022? Uh, yeah. Yes, uh, late summer 2022 is when it's proposed for. So. That would be pretty sick if that uh, stays on track. But we'll see, you know. We'll see what happens. In the meantime, a ton of new stuff, and we've got, like, a bunch of new records in, in the works right now. So yeah, pretty I was excited say, about that. I was going to say, that's, that's going to be a drag for a band like you when if it's not coming out for 10 months. You must have already got a new album's worth of stuff recorded, you know. Well, yeah, because I just I got so much. It's, like, backlogged tunes that are just, like, I put them together and I'm like, man, this smokes. I can't wait for people to hear this. But then, you know, since there's been the pandemic, it's just been like, well, let's play. Like when we get a show, it's like, let's play the ones from this new album now. You know, yeah. and people could hear those finally. <laughs> but yeah, because you really have those to support, ones. You have you to support the, the record, song. right? You got to support the record. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you know, some of them people haven't heard live yet. So we got to do those first. Have you so, actually been able to play out uh, over the last few months or not? Uh, we had two like return shows, I guess, at uh, in what was that? November, Steve. It was November, yeah. Where was that? Uh, uh, well, we played Liars in, in Chicago, Liars mm-hmm. Club, and then we played uh, the night before at uh, this bar called Sabbatic in Milwaukee. It's kind of like a oh yeah Milwaukee version of Liars Club. Oh, you know smaller. that one, Tom. You know, I've not been to that one, but I know, but I see it once in a while. I see that pop up, and I see, I know they have punk shows there. Milwaukee does not have a ton of places that have a lot of cool music, if we're being honest. So, X Ray Arcade being the big one. <laughs> X Ray, right? the X Ray is the big one now, and uh, oh, yeah. the Cactus Club yet. and Sabbatic, and that was about it. Frank's Power Plant, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So I was, I was, I was, I was pretty pissed off because, like, you guys, um, right before, right before the whole pandemic started. And we had a whole shit ton of bands to go see in 2020, didn't we, Tom? We had tickets. Oh, we had, we, yes, there was, was a whole shit ton of shows. Yep. And then, um, so you guys played with the Addicts, I believe. So the Addicts played at House of Blues right before the pandemic started. So I was like, well, I'd yeah. like to go to that, but I hate the House of Blues, so I'm not going to go because there's so many other shows <laughs> coming up this year. And then everything fucking tanked. And uh, so, yeah. I, so I missed you guys. How, how was that? How was playing with those guys? Oh, oh man, that was sick. That, you should have been there, man. <laughs> I know, <laughs> that was super cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it was really, it was really sick. I mean, every, you know, it was huge. It was a big ass crowd. Everybody seemed to really dig it. Um, there was a lot of people for us, and they all seemed like really pumped on it. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, just looking out there and not seeing any bopping heads or anything. Like everybody was getting down and seemed to really enjoy us. So it was kind of, it was really nice. It was like, you know confidence boosting in in that aspect you know 
Well, it's, I was going to say, because from a fan standpoint, Neil's not a big fan of the House of Blues. And I, I think they have weird traffic flow in there. There's some weird things. And the beers are like $14. So there's definitely some issues. But I bet from a band <laughs> perspective, like, I bet they got an awesome green room. They probably put out a great spread, uh, you know, compared to, like, you know, Liars Club is probably not having craft <laughs> services, you know? <laughs> yeah, I could, yeah, dude, they had a good spread. Good spread. There you go. <laughs> I, I couldn't go to work the next day. Is that right? So I, I, I just couldn't face it after living that life. (laughs) I don't even think I was drinking that much, just like living that life for a night and then having to go to work the next day. I had to call in sick. Everything else is going to be a disappointment for for the rest of your life. How's the blues? How's the blues is just so fucking weird. I've complained about that before. I think I complained about it in the last one, but it's like, you know, you can't stand here. You can't stand there. If you try and sit on that stool, it'll cost you an extra $15. I mean, there's security <laughs> out the fucking ass at that place. It's yeah. it's just weird as a, as a punter anyway. Yeah. You know? But yeah, it's, it's, well, it's, you know, it's downtown. It's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's semi-touristy, but they occasionally will pull off an amazing punk rock show in that place. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I saw the dams do. there twice. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. we saw the. So let, I, I've actually only been there once. I'm, so I'm in Michigan actually, but I come up, I come down to Chicago, up down. I don't know where it is, pretty regularly. But yeah, with that damned X show. Did you see that one? Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't, I, I, don't think, I don't know. Maybe that was yeah. amazing. It was amazing. It was an amazing show. The dams were so good. I, I was blown away. No, it's Memorial Day 2019. I know because so I broke so my wrist a, two days before. <laughs> that's right. Neil had to back out. So that it, so that's a cool um, that's a real cool show for you guys to jump on. But I was going to say if there's no real scene for the exactly for what you guys are doing, at least not enough to. I mean, how do you how do you who do you play shows with? I mean, the Attics is a great show, yeah. obviously, but you just try you try to get on punk bills or you try to get on rock and roll bills or what do you? Uh, how, well, that's how the thing you, is we can kind of choose. play both types. Yeah, we. I don't know. Well, you know, we're we, we're punks, you know, so we play punk gigs, you know, but sure. um, we can also fit on rock and roll gigs. It's, it's, we kind of got a Motorhead thing going on, you know, we can play oh, how they go. were like, they could play for the, the punks or they could play for the metalheads or whatever. We kind of have that too. We kind of fit in on whatever gig because, you know, and also a lot of metal people or, uh, um, you know, hard rockers or whatever, they, they like, they appreciate this stuff. So they dig it anyways, you know. Sure. So, I mean, it's not like we're only going to play with bands that remind us of the New York Dolls or, or Johnny Thunders or something. But yeah, you, know, you wouldn't what, play, and you wouldn't play very often if that were the case, right? <laughs> yeah. But if they see us, you know, people who like that stuff, then they get down. So it's like, you know, and that's sure. like really anybody. So we kind of fit in wherever. Yeah, I can see that. That doesn't kind really matter that, to us. Walking that fine line. So how how, yeah, how we how, grew up playing in DIY punk bands forever and different types, you know. So sure. just kind of that's what we do, who we are. How were the addicts to hang out with? Were they were they cool backstage? I mean, they've been doing it a long oh, yeah. time. Yeah, man, they were super friendly. Asked us if we needed anything. Asked us how we're doing. Thanked us for coming and playing with them and stuff. And it's wow, really cool, man. That's cool. Hey, it's yeah, really really humble. Huh. See, you have to remember that when you guys are the, when you guys are the big band, the little guys show up. You have to remember right. that, right? <laughs> yeah yeah i think that is always refreshing though yeah definitely. I, i've had bands that i've played in the past like open up for the queers and stuff like that and they were all very very sweet so you know sure it's good to see people that have been through yeah, it man. all and still be kind of down to earth sure and they were yeah, was, right? those guys have had the same lineup for like 40 years or something it's insane 
Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that about them. That's so cool. Yeah. So, so we, why don't we go, oh, say, go ahead? Play. Go ahead, Tom. Oh, you're gonna say, say play you another song. Sneak another song in, or you got to say another yeah. song? Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to oh, do you want to yeah. do, do you want to do one off the first album? Yeah, you want to hear the first album? Huh? Go ahead, yeah. dude. Throw on. Uh, well, it's, fu- one it's of the funny because I've I've only listened to the new album. I need to go back and listen to the first album, Neil. Oh yeah. Well, there'll be a little refresher right here for you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's good. So uh, should we do? Uh, should we do "Turn Me Apart"? How does that sound? Yeah, it's a smoking song with some uh, Stooges kind of riffs going on. A lot of licks. Go ahead. Sounds good. All right, so Poison Boys with uh, Turn Me Apart off their first album, which was called Out of My Head. So it's just Turn Me Apart.
Poison Boys there with uh, Turn Me Apart off of Out of My Head from 2019. Yeah. Uh, so that was your first album, but you'd put out a couple singles before that, right? What was what was your what were your first singles? Yeah, I mean, all right. Well, uh, we had one called Headed for Disaster. It was our first seven inch, uh, three song seven inch, and then we had another three song seven inch the next year, which was 2017, called Bad Mouth, and the second song on there was called Little Speedway Girl, which we re-recorded and made like 100% better for our <laughs> newest album, Don't You Turn On Me. And then uh, a year later, we did uh, another single. Uh, we, we put out, it was a two-song seven-inch that we called Poppin' Eyes and Flashing Feet, which is a reference for all you Stooges heads out there. Uh, raw power, worship. Those two songs, mm. Busting Out and Run and Hide. And then the next, yeah, I guess the next like, like seven inch we put out was after the first album. I had a seven inch in 2020 called Mean Queen, backed with um, Take a Chance with Me, cover of a Jerry Nolan single, which you will hear later, hopefully. Mm. And what labels were all those singles on? Uh, uh, those first two were on no, uh, no Front Teeth from the UK, super sick punk label. And then uh, second one, or the, the next one was out on White Zoo Records from Italy. Hmm. They, they put out like a Dr. Boogie single and some other stuff. And then uh, what was this last one was on Hobo Wolfman. Yeah, 2020. That one, the Mean Queen 7-inch, which was recorded on tour in 2019 on our East Coast Canada tour, on a day off in Philadelphia. So that was pretty sick. So how do so you guys how, worry, You guys have done a little touring. That's cool. You did. You did the, have you got the whole country or just East Coast or what have you done so far? Yeah, 2017 we did a South tour on that Bad Mouth single. Um, we did a Southern United States tour, going started in Chicago, went around the South through Texas, and mm. went all the way over to Miami and then up oh, no the kidding. coast and then back. Yeah, it was great, man. Are you? Do yeah, I'd love you, to do so, that again right now. It's yeah, no kidding. Was that like a headlining? Was that like a headlining thing, or were you, you did you team up with somebody, or how, who'd you, uh, who do you who are you playing with? Or were you guys? Were you guys? Uh, we just, yeah, we just like booked gigs with our friends from these different cities and asked around and landed some gigs. And then did that, did it like that. It's DIY touring, you know. That's just how we do it. That's how we have we done it thus thus far. We did four with Jonesy, or three with Jonesy oh, in yeah. Canada. Really? Yeah, in Canada. That was our Thanks. East Coast tour in 2019. So we did the South one 2017. 2018, we did a West Coast tour. Well, you, then, okay, so you have been a problem around the whole country. Yeah, whole place, man. And then uh, East Coast in Canada on that 2019 tour, supporting the album Out of My Head. And yeah, four of those dates were with Jonesy. One of them, uh, the first one we had to cancel, Toronto, because of a van breakdown. And we rented a new one and uh, trucked on basically but we, we uh played we ended up doing three gigs with canada's jonesy they're from montreal super sick sleazy rock and roll ah okay i was gonna say because i was i was i'm glad i didn't ask i was actually gonna ask a question to really embarrass myself i was gonna be like you mean like steve jones that's what uh, dude that's what i was gonna say too because i know it was jonesy i know steve jones is jonesy yeah does he does he play anymore does he tour i didn't think he played yeah okay he plays the guitar for uh poison boys he's a guitarist yeah yeah. There you go. <laughs> so well, that's who we're you know, talking I, to. I mean, I, All right. 
since I'm embarrassing myself, you know, I had a bunch of questions for Brett Michaels. I only heard half of what half of what Neil said. I'm like, <laughs> like rock of love, baby. Exactly. Terrible show. So Talk bad. Dirty to me. Are you guys old enough to have been influenced by like the hair metal stuff, or was that really not on your radar at all? I mean, I got into some hair metal stuff when I was like 13. I was like Motley Crue, Wasp. I still like Wasp. Because that was definitely. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's all right. Uh, I don't know. Some of it's good, you know, but I don't really get too into it. People like to compare us to Poison. It's kind of stupid, but we're (laughs) just because of the name. I I think it's fun for a joke. That's all. Like I said, I I just. Right, right, right. uh, You you know, people want to say that we're kind of. It's it's like people that don't know punk or don't really get into seventies rock and roll or something, then they just kind of they look at my hair and go, "Oh, it's a hair metal band," yeah. instantly write us off. But you know, they always throw Hanoi Rocks in that hair metal stuff. I like Hanoi Rocks. Oh yeah, yeah. If you consider oh, yeah. them hair metal, yeah. you you just tell people you're crossing between poison and poison idea, and look at their confusion. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere in there. Is the Poison Boys or the or the, po- a, or the Poison Girls? There's a Poison Girls. There's yeah. a Poison Girls too, which I have no idea what kind of music they play, but it seems like that would be a fun tour, right? Uh, Poison tour. I don't think Poison Girls were yeah. that fun. They were on that whole Crass kick. I think they were on the, the Crass label. Oh, were they? They were, they were pretty serious feminists, I believe. Yeah. Do they owe us a living, Neil? Of course they do. Of course, <laughs> of course they, do. they fucking do. Of course they do. <laughs> Indeed. So, so did, did you ever did you ever tour Europe or anything? Have you ever been to Europe? Not yet. That was the plan for 2020, and then everything went to hell. So <laughs> I was we'll gonna, I was going to we'll say, because they love rock and roll in Europe. I bet they would eat you guys up. Yeah, Germany would fucking love it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Switzerland, oh yeah. I can sweet. see that. France. Yeah. Our uh, touring guitarist lives in Switzerland. He comes through and tours with us sometimes on guitar. Well, actually, all three of those tours I mentioned before, he played guitar for. His name's uh, Sleepy Doc Julius. Great guy, man. Sleepy Doc. What's the deal with that? Yeah, he played actually. I, I uh, it's his blues name, I guess. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He's the greatest Swiss man that's ever lived, and he, he's actually on guitar on uh, rhythm on the, the uh, Bean Queen seven inch. But, and so, then he does piano. He's he's played piano on our uh, a couple of the songs. Don't you turn on me? He's on that. Multi talented. Keys. And Dick in the Dirt, which hopefully we'll hear soon. So, so tell me something. So, you guys both play guitar. I mean, you're not uh, playing with three guitars. Do you just <laughs> live? Do you just sing, Matt? Or how does that work? On that tour, that East Coast one, yeah, I just sang. Okay. The West Coast one, prior to that, the year before, I played guitar and sang. Uh, Julius played guitar. That was like right after I got Steve in the band. And then we, uh, I asked him if he could go on this... Uh, Midwest tour, which that one uh, kind of went to hell from a, the same van <laughs> striking down. <laughs> so that, I mean, but the next one was the West Coast tour after that failed Midwest thing. And uh, Steve was unable to do it because it was too short notice for his work. So I got Julius to come back because for that, we're just going back in time here. The 2017 uh, South tour was the first one I had Julius play on. And that one, uh, I did guitar for a couple of nights, but I just mostly sang while Julius played guitar for that uh, South tour. So how did you get hooked yeah, up with Yeah, we mixed a... it up a little bit. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, how did you get hooked up with the crazy Swiss guitar player? How did that work? Uh, 
he was staying in Chicago for a no, uh, like I don't know eight months or a year or something like that, and yeah. he had his own really good band um, from Switzerland, and he was like kind of playing. Uh, it's like a garage punk band called Shady and the Vamp, and they were touring around a little bit. And then I was like, hey, dude, like I saw him at shows and we were talking a bunch. He liked us a lot and bought our seven inches. Then he was like, hey, man, I play guitar and stuff. And I was like, well, you want to come with on this tour? Because I need a guy. Hmm. Yeah, dude. And we've, the magic has been growing ever since. <laughs> there you go. It's that magic again. I told you, Tom. Yeah. That's the magic word, magic. Yeah, ma- magic makes magic man. wherever he goes. He's, he's the <laughs> magic Swiss man. Well, I'll tell you what you so, talked about. You talked about dick in the dirt. Should we play that? How does that sound? So why don't, why don't yeah. we why don't we talk about the deep metaphorical meaning of this song? Let's talk. Let's talk about this. Nah. One. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, explain. Sure, dick dick <laughs> in the dirt. I mean, that's actually coined from Steve. That's Steve's phrase for when he gets wasted. He's got his dick in the dirt. Ah, yes, it happens. So drunk that he's just gonna pass out in the lawn. So that's kind of we just wrote a song about that. There's like a couple characters in there, and they just get wasted and. You know, kind of like it's it's just a song about getting a little too drunk. You know, puking. That's well, I, w- I wouldn't know anything about that. No, nope. lose some stuff this month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. You clean this month at least, Tom. Yeah, you got no excuses. All right, so let's hear it. Uh, the uh, Poison Boys with uh, "Dick in the Dirt" off the new album. Don't you turn on me.
boys there with Dick and Dick in the Dirt off their uh, yeah off that new tw- well twenty twenty one album, but it'll be out in twenty twenty two. So does that count as a twenty twenty one album or a twenty twenty two album for when you do the best the end of year list? What do you think? I think we got to give bands a lot of grace now because of the situation, like yeah. what what year what year we call it. So I personally like to wait till they put out something till the physical comes out but i don't know i feel bad for yeah. the whole situation yeah it sucks the whole situation sucks so are you gonna put out cd have you put out cds already or are you gonna wait for the, wait till the vinyl for that too that's actually in the works right now we're figuring out a cd situation and that'll probably drop in the next couple months uh once those are pressed so there will be cds of I, I I actually saw a Rolling Stone article, Neil, because we had we had somebody on, and honestly, this show might run before that one, so I hate to go out of sequence, but was saying like the major labels have clogged up the clogged up the uh, vinyl pressing plants to the point where it really you almost we almost have to go back underground or like CDs are almost going to have to be the way to go for a while, and it's kind of going to be the new subversive thing. And I saw this article in Rolling Stone: CD sales went up for the first time this year in like ten years. Hmm. How about Tom? Yeah. How about cassette sales, Tom? I hope not. I hope <laughs> uh, even though I will I will say I had uh, the first Poison album on cassette, but I'm a little older. So, <laughs> but you're that come on, like '87 maybe? I was like, 14. does that look what the cat dragged in? Yeah, that's that's such a great album. If we're being honest, for that kind of music, for like for like hair metal, that was a great album. Great Man, album. that band they had one good song that uh, I personally liked. What? Uh, so that Sex Pistols riff kind of song, um, Talk Dirty. Talk Dirty to Me? Yeah, yeah I like that, was that a good one. one. That was a good I one. want action. That first album had some great songs. <laughs> the, song Look with the, Cat, the song Look With the Cat Dragon was actually a pretty good song. But yeah, they, they definitely got a little soft after the first album. I mean, don't get me wrong. They were pretty soft on the first album. But yeah. And then they had it's Every Rose. Rock. Yeah, Every Rose Has a Thorn. You hear in the elevator. You had your lights are out, didn't you, Tom? Like, man, I made so out to my eighth grade girlfriend of this song, right? Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so do you guys do you guys are you trying to book tours right now or are you just kind of chilling out to see what happens? I mean, do you even dare? Dude, do we even dare is a good question because if we do dare, what you know, is it gonna get canceled or pushed back again like all these other bands? We don't know. You yeah. Know? But then, you know, I think about it and some of these bands lasted through like last year and did like a tour or two you know so i don't talk know to, just talk to teenage bottle rocket they've done like four tours in the last yeah I've, I've seen them three times in the last six months yeah yeah all right set it up dude set it up <laughs> no it teenage is it is rocket it is weird though that boys. some that the some bands are fucking canceling left right and center and some bands just keep plowing on right on through and like Reggie's just keeps yeah. on booking you know I mean they're busy every night of the week right Reggie's has bands every night of the week it's but it's the, just it's the, so it's so random do, but the, crowd, the crowds haven't come back as I don't think the crowds have come back in full force though oh those people Nobody? are frightened fuck them they can stay home well I, I agree with you Neil, but that doesn't help the bands that aren't drawn what they once were or the clubs no. that aren't selling that they once were you know true true that yeah but you kind of got to just take a grain of salt you got to look at it like what are you doing this for are you doing this for money or are you doing this for fun like nobody's going to make a living off of this i mean maybe we can hope for that one day but especially right now it's like now more than ever bands kind of kind of got to be looking into why they're doing this you know are you doing this for fun are you doing this to give people a good time or and and, you know give them music that they're going to love and listen to 
and be really stoked to see right in front of their face? Or are you doing it just for some payout because it's fun? And, you know, that's yeah. a question for everybody. It definitely separate, you know? separates the men from the boys or separates the – yeah, you're right. Because if you're not doing it for the right reason, why would you stick through it, with it through all this crap, right? Right. Nobody makes any money selling records to begin with. The only way a band can make a good living is on tour. But, yeah. Well, I have to say – time, not even that. <laughs> Well, yeah. we we were all we were all at that um at that queer Susie Moon show at Reggie's the other the other, last month and uh, that was a that was a blast. Uh, the Friday That's night good was uh, yeah. Well, the Saturday yeah. I, I don't know if you went to the Saturday as well, but the Saturday was the Saturday was actually packed. So Friday was pretty full, but Saturday was packed. So but I think you small, I think you were Friday, weren't you? It was a small room, a little higher ticket price, but a smaller room. So yeah, it's but it was yeah. good turnout. Two hundred people or something. Yep, yeah, I think that's about right. About right yeah. on the button. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd never actually been to that side before. I'd always been to the rock club side before, so actually it was. Uh, I, I no, really, we I we really actually did. We we actually saw some bands over there before Neil. Remember when we saw the Lillingtons on the other side? There was well, bands yeah, but on um, side. yeah, but we didn't purposefully go to see bands. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. you know what I mean. It was uh, yeah. it was almost it felt like local bands that time. It's or something, it's or... so great because the stage is like a foot high and there's no barricades or you know it's just like right there on the stage. It's pretty cool. Man, yeah. I've seen some fantastic bands at Reggie's over the years. Cox yeah, Bar a- on that big side, so good. That band, that band just still kills it every single yeah. show. And then yeah, uh, bunch Slaughter, of geezers, Slaughter they... the Dogs a couple of years ago. That was oh, cool yeah, 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 yeah. Now, who, who is, is uh, Rossi and Barrett still in Slaughter the Dogs, or is it just one of them now? Is it is it one of those ones where it's just one Rossi, of the original members? I think Barrett might not be doing it anymore, and I I, I heard that they're trying to do for Rebellion Fest. Uh, their second album slaughter that lineup mm-hmm. um, i mean that would be killer too i mean that album smokes like that's like one of my favorite records ever I wonder how, many bands, how many bands at rebellion fest have two original members neil how many <laughs> i bet it's mostly all one, one at this point right? <laughs> yeah very few <laughs> very few these days that's true man that's that's kind of sad um man i'm See, now, these these guys would do great at something like that, though. You guys would be great on this, on like this, especially on like this uh, small stage at Rebellion. Maybe you should book oh, yeah. your, your book your uh, European tour around that. Let's Boris, do let's do it. Boris, Make the it uh, prime minister of U- the UK said, uh, or I don't know if he's just the England or UK. I don't know how that works. Neil, yeah, Neil you don't have to explain it. Yeah, but he said he said no more COVID crap. We're not doing it. We're done. Yeah, he went back to he went back to. Uh, Pod A or whatever it's called today. I mean, of plan B. I, I can't say that I'm a, a big fan of. I can't say that I'm necessarily a big fan of Boris, and I, I'm not a big fan of any of our presidents ever. But I think I prefer Boris's. We're done with all this. To I'm going to send everybody in America tests and masks. I think our president's <laughs> hiding in the basement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, that's true. But but, but it's a, see see but it's it's so funny because he do, he did that. But on the same day, they canceled that Futurama fest, festival in Liverpool. So I was like, "What if it's yeah, if, if the numbers are down? Why the fuck did they just cancel that festival?" So was that outside too? Because it was. I, I mean, it we was gotta outside. quit canceling the outside stuff, people. Come on, we gotta live a little. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a little concerned about rebellion this year. Uh, you know, because if they cancel that Futurama, because the I'm a little concerned about it because all the bands are in the high risk groups. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Anyway, we're 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 not now we're talking amongst ourselves, Neil. We're done. Yeah, we, are. we need to talk. Go ahead. 
It's all good. We're we're enjoying the show over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's true. No, but I I mean I am I am concerned about that getting canceled sometime soon. So uh so do you have any shows booked at all this year? Yeah, we got uh, a show in late April actually at Reggie's. Um, oh, that's with, right. Uh, Ravagers and Susie Moon. So that's that, gonna be pretty cool. Susie Moon's coming back. Now is is that small on the small side Reggie's? Yeah, is is that on the small yeah. side or I the uh, or the rock club side? side? Okay. I believe it's on the, probably a small. We played the small side a couple times. Um, best time was with Vibrators a couple of years ago. We played with that band a couple mm. times. You know? I mean, that oh. was great. Yeah, I was, what they say. I was gonna, so, I was gonna go to that. That 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 was a real drag. But the people I was gonna go to canceled, and I was like, ah, I didn't feel like driving down to Reggie's by myself. I should have fucking gone. That's annoying. Missed out, missed out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, I think that, that might be. I think that might be one time where it's only got one original member. I think I don't know. Yeah, and it's like the drummer. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm, I'm actually super stoked on that Susie Ravagers tour. I just found the Ravagers like literally like a couple of months ago. But what a great band! And uh, Susie's obviously great. We we raved about her. We you know of course seen her two nights in a row with the Queers. That's a cool bill for you guys. I see that being a really good fit because. Uh, musically, you guys are all kindred spirits, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I've known Alex for a really long time. Oh, the singer of the Ravagers, he's done a bunch of art for us, and uh, okay, he's a good, he's a good guy. He plays in another band, Rambler. I uh, filled in on drums for a tour for them in 2017 in summer. That was pretty fun. You sing and play nice. drums, huh? I play guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Guitar. It's like a one-man band over here. Holy shit! He's like he's like Phil Collins and Ingve Malmsteen, <laughs> all wrapped up in one. Yeah, pretty much. That's me. <laughs> so, all right. Theoretical question. I, I like to I love to do this with with bands that are like kind of cross genre. Will, will the people ever hear another song? <laughs> you want? Oh, you want another one? Let's play another song. No, I don't care. Go ahead. No, no, that's, cool. that's right. No, you're you're right. It's been ten minutes. Neil, what's next? All right, don't you turn on me, Tom. Don't you turn on me. So this is the oh, title, title track off the new album. See what I did there? That was good, right? There you go. Um, you're like yes. Rodney on the rock. Thank you, <laughs> Rodney on the crack. Um, this is uh, Poison Boys with the title track off the new album. Uh, don't you turn on me.
Poison Boys with Don't You Turn On Me. Uh, is there, I, have a, I assume that there's a meaning behind that song. Do you want to tell us what that one's about? Uh, it's just about, like, you know, sometimes, you know, you have a falling out with some friends or a friend and you want to you feel bad and you want to make things right. And uh, it's like, let's just talk this out. Let's hang out. and That's about it. You know, get back to where we once were. I'm big on friendships. Interesting. Like having a lot of friends. Huh. Personal That's cool. guy. That's cool. You're like, that's cool. I don't feel the same. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, I disagree. I yeah. disagree. I, well, we always say, we always say Tom, Tom likes to make bridges. I like to burn them down. So exactly. That's, I'm, that's a, right. I'm definitely a, I'm a fence mender. Neil's a fence burner. Yeah. I'm old enough. I don't give a rat's ass. Pretty much. <laughs> so, so no, as I was going to say, the question I love to ask bands that, that have sort of, are sort of genre bending as far as, you know, you, you guys do, you guys kind of walk, you walk in a couple different worlds. So you're putting together the ultimate bill. You're on a three-band bill, the ultimate bill. Any band, dead or alive, and I'm going to ask you too, Steve, because I know you're feeling left out back there. Any bands, uh, dead or alive, three-band bill, You guys and you guys get to join them. What, what's your three bands? Oh. Get to join them or, or play? Yeah, you get you you guys are the fourth band. Any three like bands. Us, any us band plus history. three? Yeah. Uh, is that too hard? You want to only do two? You want to only be a three-band bill? But I know. I, but it, no, it, no, it's it's hard. I had man. a dream that I joined, uh, or that I took over for Charlie Watts once. It was crazy. Nice. I was like in a, I was in some weird warehouse. It was like a gymnasium, like a school gym, and the Stones, <laughs> who were like in their nineties or something, in this room, like they were just sitting around. Keith was on a chair. He was like, "Why don't you come sit in, Matt?" And I was like, "Well, is Charlie cool with it?" And Charlie was just old as hell just looked at me and was like oh, i don't care so i was like all right <laughs> yeah, in yeah, right are. before the first song started right before i got to hit the sim the hi-hat or something for the first note i woke up and i was like oh, oh what? that's a bummer and the yeah, next day charlie right. watts died coincidence <laughs> maybe it was like he was psychically reaching out to you like his last, his last <laughs> yeah never, yeah play for done. me so what's the bill, Matt? What's what's your yeah. three? Okay, so if we're saying like what bands would we like to play with, probably for me it would be like Iggy Pop, Johnny mm-hmm. Thunders, uh, and, and like I don't know Berlin Brass, but mm-hmm. um, you know in the you know back in the day, but yeah, everybody's in their prime theoretically. Since we're dreaming, it's not just like asking like, "What's your favorite bands or whatever?" Sure. You know what I mean? Dead well, or alive? Huh? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, the reason I ask because like it, it's always interesting because usually you get a mixture of like all your influences when you have to do that, you know. Like I remember yeah. somebody Neil didn't somebody like because we we talked to a cowpunk guy and he was kind of like was like Merle Haggard and the Sex Pistols or something. Yeah, it was know? really it's cool. Like, oh, yeah. that'd be great. Yeah, it would be great. <laughs> Um, I would go Ramones, Rolling Stones, and Mata Hoople. Yeah, oh, another, uh, another great one. Hey, did you go see Mata Hoople when they toured in 2019? Yes. yes. You did? Yes. That was a, that was was a, yeah, that was a Chicago theater, I think, right? Was it Chicago theater? Chicago theater, yeah. Oh, yeah. Saw Iggy there, too, at one point when he played with that, uh, that guy from that really bad band. He did that tour with Iggy. That, that Chicago theater, I mean, that's a good place to see the some guy from the bands. really bad band. Who is he talking about, Neil? <laughs> I have no idea. No, I've got no idea. He's going to have to Queens elaborate on that Stone one. Stone Age. <laughs> oh. Was it Josh Homme? Was Iggy. that a detour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, he did that album. 
Oh, that post punk, post pop depression thing or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah What's that really count? Sorry. What's the deal with that guy? I don't know. That album was really good, though. I really didn't like that album. Hmm. Yeah, on that tour, he only played stuff from the Iggy, the idiot, the idiot, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Lust for Life. And then I think really? at the end he played like, and and then from that new album or whatever, post pop depression. And then he did like Repo Man or something at the end. That was cool. The, the but I was pissed because I was like, man, I'm trying to see some like, you know, I want to see some five foot one and some Iggy yeah. cuts. Well, it's funny because I only saw him one time and it was Iggy and the Stooges bill at Riot Fest, I don't know, 10 years ago or whatever. And yeah, he played almost all Stooges stuff. That was that was amazing, actually. Yeah, Even yeah. though he's Except still at Riot Fest. Well, he was but he was like 70 at the time or late 60s. The guy's still amazing, honestly. He's great, great at what he does, still. Rock and roll dinosaurs. Exactly. Rock and roll dinosaurs. So, Tom, who would your band, who, who, who would your three bands be? Oh, I don't, I, I, I'm not, I'm not here to answer questions, Neil. <laughs> I'm just wondering, seeing as you came up with it. Well, you seem I, to honestly, have... dude, it would probably be like Ramon. It would probably be like Metallica in the late '80s and Ramones in the late '70s, and I don't even know who the other one would be. Wait, we get to pick eras too? Sure. Well, no, I'm just saying in their prime. You can do whatever you want, every man. Every band was in their every band was in their prime. I mean, you know, because <laughs> you you say the Rolling Stones, I assume you mean like '70s Rolling Stones, not like you know modern day Rolling Stones, who are still good, but they're you know they're 75 years old or whatever. I, I could be the, a member of some bands. It would be like the Stooges in the in like 1974. It would be like the riffs in 2001, and uh, I don't know T Rex. But what would I do? That's just a one man band. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you. I don't, think you, I don't think you could hand, hang in uh, T Rex, man. I don't know. What? What? Uh, you just ha- hang out on the side. There you go. So the what were the riffs? Who were the riffs? Where are they from? Portland, Oregon, I believe, right? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, they're a really good punk band from the like mid to late '90s, and I think a little bit in the early 2000s from uh, Portland. Super oh, sick rock and roll punk. Oh, it's where they uh, they have a single called Poison Boys. This is where we got our name from. Oh, is that right? Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. If you look up, if you look at Poison oh, yeah. Boys on Discogs, Tom, that's the first thing that comes up. Actually, is that riff single? <laughs> yeah. Mm. So good. Interestingly enough. All right. Well, let me ask you. Now, he asked you his three question. I'm going to ask now, you I know my... what you're going to go with because this yeah. is on my mind also because these yeah. guys are perfect ones to ask for this. Yeah. Make, hey, make Steve answer first. Okay. So we can't just, so we can't, you know, he's got to think on his feet. Steve and Matt, you, you, oh, so Steve, Steve, this. Steve's going first. All right. So it's going to be the Johnny versus Johnny versus Johnny. Uh, what are we doing, Tom? Are we doing biggest influence or, or most important? What are we doing? Or just personal favorite. I like the personal favorite. Okay. Or biggest so, influence. I don't know, whatever you want to do. Okay. So we got Johnny Rotten, Johnny Ramone, Johnny Thunders. Pick one. Johnny Thunders. All right. Yeah. That's a good answer. It's the problem is there's no bad answer for this. Really, oh, God, no bad answer honest. at all. No. So and Steve it, goes with Johnny Thunders. You know, we don't get a ton of Johnny Thunders. We get a lot of the other two. So that's interesting. That's yeah. good, though. Well, yeah. I see that. I don't know. Yeah, Johnny Thunders. So that's yeah. uh, that. That's both of you in the, in the Johnny Thunders camp. I don't know. Wait, wait you're asking Steve no. and then me. I yeah, twice. yeah. Come on, Matt. Come on, Matt. Matt. He answers for the whole band. Okay. He's the he's okay. the new okay. band okay. spokesperson. Okay. Matt. Yeah, Sorry. Matt's gonna tell Steve what that's he cool. thinks. 
Hey, thank God, dude. <laughs> uh, wait, so what about these guys? And can you say which Johnnies they were again? Johnny Thunders, Johnny Ramon, Johnny Rotten. It's tough. What about them? <laughs> Who's your biggest influence of those Thunder. three? Or favorite. Or whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I think it's kind of obvious Johnny Thunders, but that's just, I love his music, you know? He rips. Sure. Great yeah. vocals, too, you know? Really great singer. Underrated. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but... I don't know. It depends on it in terms of what, you know, in those terms, Johnny Thunders. I like Johnny Ramon because he's a beast. He just there's like, you know, stories of him going to the practice space that they had or the rehearsal space and just setting up his full stacks, like two or three of them or whatever, and just blasting out the Ramon set by himself, full blast, like to rehearse for their tours or their shows or whatever, <laughs> over and over and over. It's people like discovering him in the practice space doing that again. It's like, dude, that is just too sick. That's like the ultimate band guy, you know. <laughs> so Plus, I mean, I think, in that respect, yeah. I would say he held that band together by sheer force of will. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> if it, yeah. If it hadn't been for him, the band would probably have yeah uh, evaporated within a year or two. I'd imagine. Yeah, he Johnny, because... Johnny Rotten was like one of the sickest punk singers ever. But then you know, once Pill happened, I don't know what the hell happened. With yeah, yeah, fair enough. Like Only really one all. classic album. Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah. I'll, I'll I'll give him this. He's still pissing everybody off. I, I do like that. I do like that about yeah, him. True. Even it's today, true. <laughs> he doesn't punk go along with the flow. It's true. Yeah, Just turned into an egg. <laughs> an <laughs> egg? What? <laughs> what? I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that means. Take it as you will. <laughs> okay. Come rather round. All right. Well, let's. So we got one more, one more, two more, two more songs, Neil. Two more songs, yeah. All right. So let's play another song. All right. And then we'll come back, and the boys can talk about whatever they want. All right. Um, you know what? I'm going to go back to the first album on this one. So this is going to be um, out of my head. The sound, tr- uh, the soundtrack, title track, title track, title track, the title track of the first album, um, soundtrack two. Uh, this is uh, yeah, out of my head by the Poison Boys.
Okay, hope you all enjoyed that. Out of my head, the title track off their first album from 2019, which is a fine album, and you should go to Deadbeat Records and buy it on, I think they said it was like Purple Bruise Vinyl or some nonsense like that, but yeah, it's a, it's a great album. Sounds like a fun color, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? I was down. I was down at. I was down at Sugar Records uh, last weekend, and I actually ended up buying your first two singles down there. Right? They had them in their forty-five bins, so that was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah they're came... really great over there at Sugar. I like them a lot. Yeah, except every time I go in there, the music they're playing is so goddamn awful. Uh, it almost makes me want to leave, but it's it's always some like <laughs> ambient trip hop kind of crap. I don't know. It's... <laughs> I find it very upsetting, but anyway, they have a they have a sick forty five section there now. Tom, remember remember when I found that um that was it necro. a ne- necro single I found for yep. you? Um, yep. yeah, the, the leg, but still, yep. yeah, that forty five section now is about four times as big as it was. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's well, huge. next time I'll have to go there because yeah, because I you know I do I love digging some forty fives. So so guys, I mean, despite the fact that you you don't have a ton of bands like you, I mean, Chicago's still a great place to be in a punk band, right? Or any kind of a band. Yeah, it's cool. Chicago's great, man. It's like the best city. I I, I think it has the best skyline. It's a beautiful city, you know. Despite all the nasty like things about it, you know, some you know, it, a lot of things could be better, but it's an awesome city, and it's just like the spot to go to when you're on tour and you really great venues here. I love Chicago, man. I'm uh, I'm right in the middle between, smack dab in the middle between Detroit and Chicago. It's pretty much nice. the same distance to me to go to either. So I'm actually a Detroit sports fan. Cubs can kiss my ass. <laughs> but that being said, I mean, the scene in Chicago is so much better. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's a bigger city, obviously, but man. I love Detroit. Yeah, that's all right. Detroit, Detroit's really cool it. too, man. Yeah, it is. You know, it's a cool it's a city. Motor, motor city, dude. I'd rather be murdered in Detroit than Chicago, but I generally would rather go to a show in Chicago than. <laughs> well, unless that, <laughs> unless I hope it doesn't have either place, you know. You know what? I'm with <laughs> you on that one. Be murdered here. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you, it gives you a certain like toughness to be murdered in Detroit. You know, it's just like a it's like a badge of honor. Or something, you know? are, the, are, are the are the police actually going to solve it in Detroit? No, 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 no. Well, about the same as Chicago, about ten percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No shit. Oh, well, guys, talking about Chicago, so um, I'm going to give you another question. So, favorite venues in the city to play, or favorite venues in the city to go and see a band? Steve, go. Go ahead, Steve. Um, empty bottle. Oh, I see a band, but you know what? They've fallen off. So no, I'm going to go with Liars Club. Okay. And then how about to play? Uh, to play, Liars Club. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, Liars is kind of like our our main squeeze. We love playing there, and the you know the owners are like the best people ever. Gary and Herb, love that, love that place. We played there like a hundred thousand times. Hmm. So, Hopefully so I've not been to that. Times. I've not been to that one. What's it? What's it? Is it smaller, bigger? What's the What's the deal with Liars Club? Because they have some pretty good sized shows there, right? Yeah, it's smaller though. You know, it's it, it depends. You know, you could fit a lot of people in there, but um, it's not like a huge stage or anything. But uh, I mean, it's not. I don't know. I don't know what the specific capacity. I mean, is it bigger? Is, is it bigger than Cobra Lounge? No, no. Cobra is bigger. Okay. Sounds good though. 
Hmm. Yeah, sound is great, and uh, you know they they like work on they like to work on the stage and make it bigger or whatever every now and again. It's cool. Hmm. That's a great bar. It's a rock and roll bar and a punk bar, and they have like a million shows all the time. So if hmm. you come to Chicago, stop at Liars Club. Yeah, tell them next Gary and Herb. Next time you uh, next time you come through town, Tom, we'll have to we'll have to go to Liars one night. I've I wouldn't have actually been there a couple times, um, and it's been a long time since I was at Liars. I I think my favorite place is I think Beat Kitchen is probably my favorite place to see a band. I do. Oh like yeah, yeah, man. Saw Flaming Groovies played there. That was killer, dude. Actually, I meant to I meant to ask you guys this. So, did you go and see the uh, you know when the Dead Boy? Well, it's not really the Dead Boys, is it? But when they reformed and toured a couple years ago, did did you go and see that show at the Beat Kitchen? Yes, uh, that was pretty yeah, sweet. We I was there. Okay, yeah, I was there too. Yeah, it was a good show. I think they did the bottle too, empty bottle at one point. Mm. Right, Steve? So we must have been to a couple of shows oh. at the same time. We must have been to some similar shows, I'd imagine. And we must have seen each other probably in the crowd at some point. You know who these probably, guys would be, yeah. you know who these guys would be great on a, on a bill with, Neil? Is, Who's that? Uh, tra- the Trash Brats. Trash Brats, yeah. Oh yeah, Detroit's, we we opened for them uh, in Indianapolis a couple of years ago, like 2018 okay. or something. D- Detroit's finest, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah man. Ricky Ricky Rat was playing in that version of the Dead Boys, of course. I mean, you probably know that, but yeah, yeah, man, yeah. that was cool. They were they were good. You know, it's great to see the Dead Boys uh, music blasting in your face, like in real life. So, yeah, hun- yeah, hundred cool. percent. Yeah, no, it was. I didn't think I'd ever get to see Cheetah play that play. Uh, you know. And uh, and I did. It's like so. even if you don't like the fact that it's like this lineup or whatever, you know. Once you're there, and then you get that music blasting in your face, like you can't help but be like super pumped. Oh, I mean, at least for me, hundred percent. You know. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. As soon as you hear the opening opening notes for uh, Sonic Reducer, it was just it was a way. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was a great we're, night. We're yeah. big Dead Boys dorks over here. We we covered. Um, I won't look back from their second album on our first album. Indeed. That's right, Neil was saying that. Yeah, that's indeed, right. you, saying that. indeed you did. Yeah, now why did you choose that song in particular to cover? Because uh, it resonated with me. I was like, just keep moving forward. I won't look back, you know. It's all the lyrics to it were just very, they like fit with me, you know. So I was like, let's do this one. Yeah, the one that the, the the song that doesn't get enough play is that one that was on the what was the one that was on the live album that they never recorded on official. Oh, album? third generation nation. No, it's detention home. Oh, detention home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah, brilliant song that. Yeah, song smokes. Yeah. So okay, so guys, if if people want to um get a hold of you, buy stuff, buy merch, anything like that, what uh how how can they get a hold of you or or look to look to buy merch from you guys? Uh, we got all of our all of our merch up on our, our Bandcamp, so poisonboys.bandcamp.com. Um, we still got to make shirts for the new record, but we're broke asses, so we haven't uh, made any of those <laughs> yet. <laughs> so other than that, yeah, that's that's the place to find the merch or at one of our shows. And like we were saying earlier, there's going to be CDs at the new album coming up, so we should have those by the time we play Reggie's in late April. Okay, so so the next show you have is 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 Reggie's, you know, playing Lies Club or anything before that. Um, not that we know of until you know, if something comes up, you know, maybe we will, but not sure yet. Okay, I'll tell you what. Let's play the uh, let's play the play the last song of the night, Tom, and then we'll uh, then we'll say good night to these guys and let them let them get back to their lives. 
Somebody who's drinking with the who's drinking with the ice cubes? That's me. Oh, it's you, Neil. What are you drinking? Gin and tonic, my friend. Uh, excellent. Yeah, I want to take it easy tonight. See. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So um, I'll tell you what. So the last oh, song, un- unless you guys want to change it up, I think we were going to do a take a chance with me. Or um, did you want to did you want to change it up and play something else? So completely up to you guys. I think take a chance with me is pretty cool. It's representative of the band. Um, it's a cover song uh, from, I think, originally New York Dolls were playing it a bit, but then they didn't do it on one of their records. Um, then there was, uh, I think possibly the heartbreakers played it live and mm-hmm. then uh yeah i've got sid vicious played it <laughs> there's like like a version on like sid sings or something and then there's uh did he really play that, it though? that uh <laughs> i think steve jones was the guitarist on that so it, yeah he was playing it sid was just kind of doing his sid vicious thing and then, <laughs> yeah. uh, jerry nolan uh did the best version of it as far as i'm concerned uh, he did like a, that's the drummer of the New York Dolls who wrote the song. He did a yep. single of it in like '81 or something. So we wanted to do that song justice by covering it. And uh, uh, yeah, I think the Waldos did a co- did a cover of it as well on their mm-hmm. like later album. That was Walter Lure of the Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers. Yeah, I got that Waldos. Uh, album. That's good. Song. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so let's give it a listen. This is the uh, Poison Boys, the last one tonight with uh, Take a Chance with Me from their new album, Don't You Turn on Me.
poison boys there with, uh, yeah, take a chance on me. Um, yeah, and it was on def- definitely on one of the Heartbreakers live albums, either the uh, live at the Speakeasy yeah. or or one of the, one of those ones. Uh, some of those are classic. Uh, so when, jo- when John when Johnny's just cursing out the crowd and stuff, I just, I yeah. just love I love those live albums. They're so good. It's funny. One of the, I was things. No, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I'm you. No, uh, you. That's all right. I just wanted to say about that song that we just you know played for you guys or whatever. The uh, lead guitar is actually by punk legend from New York called Joey Pinter. He did all the leads on that song that you guys oh. just heard. Cool old school punk dude who used to play in a band called Knots that used to open up for like the Cramps and like the Heartbreakers and stuff in like 1980 and stuff and like hmm. uh, at Max's Kansas City, New York. Great guy. Hmm. Nice. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. you've actually got a couple of you got a couple of covers on the first album. And then, do you have just one or two covers on the new one? Just one on that new one. Okay. And the next is... one, zero. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I I, th- I thought it was interesting how you did uh, slow down on the first one. That was an interesting choice. How come you chose that? Oh yeah, that uh, is kind of a weird, complex little choice there. I guess. Um, I think it it was like a a B side to this the single I Call Your Name from the Beatles. And I thought it was really cool that the UK punk band, The Boys, covers I Call Your Name as their second song on their first album. So I was like, let's do the B-side to that as the second song on our first album. Mm. It's like a little r- riddle with little an enigma within a riddle. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's an old fifties song. I mean, I've seen a lot of rockabilly bands covering that, so I just thought it was oh. an interesting, very interesting choice to, for you guys to do that. Yeah. It was cool. It was cool. Oh, yeah. I love fifties rock and roll. It's like my favorite, favorite stuff ever. Yeah, me too. I love some old doo-wop too. If I'm feeling nostalgic, I'll put some doo-wop on. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm a big doo-wop guy. Hmm. See? Kindred spirits, see, Tom? Sometimes We're making magic again. Steve. Me and Steve go on the corner sometimes and then just start doing a little, little doo wop. Yeah, on the corner? Corner, corner <laughs> quartet, but it's just me just and Steve. Just snap, snapping your fingers? <laughs> snapping fingers, singing doo wop. He takes the yeah. low, I take the high. People passing by just throw you know, change at us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe uh, Dee Dee should have considered that on 53rd and 3rd instead of whatever he was doing out there. <laughs> uh, doing on the the Maybe he should have sang do <laughs> Having people throwing money at him. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, exactly. Story wouldn't have oh, been as good. Poor Dee Dee. Love that guy. All right. So, well, listen, guys, we appreciate, we, we appreciate you coming out and talking to us. Hope you had a good time. Yeah, we man. had fun. Anytime. Especially, this was fun. Especially considering I wasn't drinking. It always makes it a little harder to have fun. But I had I, it's nice talking to you guys. I'm, I've listened to the new record a couple times. Like I said, I was kind of new to it. I, I dig what you guys are doing. Um, so now I'm going to go down, have to go down a rabbit hole tomorrow when I do manual labor, I'm going to put my headphones on and pretend I'm not doing manual labor and listen to you guys. Listen to the whole discography. (laughs) Exactly. I probably probably will, honestly. (laughs) Hell yeah, dude. Thanks, man. I'm glad you guys dig it. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us on. And and I think there's a pretty good chance that we will see you in, was it April? April, yeah. A couple months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's April 24th or something. I don't, I don't know the exact date. I think that's it, though. I don't know. It's a Sunday, you, actually. Yeah, because they're doing they're doing that show is going to be in India on Saturday and Chicago on Sunday. So I'm sure we'll be at one of those shows. 
Are you guys? Depends. Are you guys kind just playing the Chicago show, or are you playing some of the other shows too? Uh, just oh. the Chicago show. We'll, okay. we'll make it feel like a Saturday. Don't worry. Excellent. No, well, I'll be looking forward to it. When I come to Chicago, it's too far to drive home, so we always spend the night. So it doesn't matter if it's a Tuesday; it's a Saturday when I come to Chicago. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right, dude. Let's party all night when you come out. Sounds good. Well, all night, maybe till like like two. Two is all night now for me. <laughs> but but uh, no, that's we'll, not... we'll push that to eight. We'll push that to eight. There you go. Sounds, yeah. sounds amazing. At least sounds four. Amazing. Anyway, yeah. Thanks, Matt and Steve. Steve. Oh, thanks kept for you having awake. us. I hope we kept you awake in the back there. No, I guess we didn't. I guess he went <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, take it easy. Once again, thanks for coming on. We'll uh, everybody check out Poison Boys. Yep. And, and uh, we will be back at you uh, soon, soon, Neil. Soon. Yep. And uh, stay free. Keep a little mark in your heart. And uh, say it, Tom. Smell you later. Smell you later, everybody.